This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Cultivating Convos with your favorite ODA folks, me, Megan, and my co-host, Brian. Hey, I thought that I was really worried because you said your favorite, which I'm like, that's singular. You're just going to say you're everyone's favorite and not us. But Yeah, I guess I forgot down. the S on that. Favorites. Oh, Thanks, everyone, for, uh, for joining us again. I, I know we were talking pumpkins last week. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know... Whenever I'm like stressed out, just the thought of this season just warms me up inside. So many good things happening all throughout Ohio. I know. And I will say something. I think as I've, you know, aged some more, fall might now be my favorite season. It was summer, but I'm I'm thinking fall's where it's at, Brian. Fall, uh, you got football, you got all the festivities happening, great food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, shout out to the Circle Bowl Pumpkin Show. If you've been before, I know it's a huge yes. deal. I did not go this year. Someone brought back some donuts that are oh. outstanding. So I'm staring at those right now because I am. Oh I, my gosh. But uh, yeah, it's it's the perfect time for that weekend festival. And, uh, you know, that really covers everything, Megan, I think from, you know, we brought up the food, brought up the pumpkins to, to a couple of other things throughout Ohio. Yeah. And um, we've got a really uh, growing industry on our hands here. And we're going to talk about uh, harvest season for wineries and what goes into it and we're going to tell you where to go to sip. Well, Megan, it's time to talk wine, which I think we can all talk about any day of the week, any time of the day as well. We are very <laughs> excited today to have Eddie McDonald from Hanover Winery, which is in Hamilton, Ohio. And also joining us is Christy Eckstein, Ohio Grape Industries Committee Executive Director. Thank you both for being with us. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Yes. Well, excellent. Eddie, I I wanted to start with you and everyone likes what's at the end result of the winemaking process and their glass and bottle, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. And what is happening this time of year right now? This time of year right now, we're actually finishing up because in Southwest Ohio, um, some of the varieties of grapes that we grow are are early bud break. So we've actually, harvest has been done, fermentation is actually finishing up right now. And we will be pressing hopefully next week on what we do have fermenting. So, and that's that's what we have on the way. And obviously, and after that, we'll go to cold stabilization or to barrel. It depends on what which wine that is. Wow, things are happening. You know, pumpkins, apples, grapes. This is awesome. Christy, can you talk about, um, well, maybe Eddie can talk about the specifics of that process. But Christy, talk about how many wineries right now are going through this um, in Ohio. Yeah, so we are fortunate in Ohio to be the sixth largest wine producer in the country. We have nearly 400 plus licensed wine manufacturers, and we have over 1,200 acres of wine grapes in the ground here in Ohio. So much like Eddie is doing, um, we have wineries within a 30-minute drive who are harvesting their grapes right now. And depending upon where they're located in the state um, and what variety it is, they may have started a month ago and they may be wrapping up now or even a month from now. So we're excited to to see what this year's harvest is going to bring and to taste the fruits of our winemakers um, labor, hopefully as early as I guess next summer and even next fall and 
some of the reds might age a little bit longer. So how, when you're harvesting now, when can you actually then drink that wine? That's not this year. Is that a question for me? Yes, Eddie. <laughs> Sorry, okay. why don't you take that one? Correct. So it depends on the type of wines you're going to make. If you're making your dry wines, your dry reds, obviously, yes, you're going to pick ferment. And then we actually cold stabilize before we go to barrel. It keeps my barrels cleaner. Some some wineries don't do that. They ferment actually in barrels. And then that particular wine, we normally oak age our red wines at least 24 months, seven months at the least, but usually about 24 months. Now, if you're going to make a sweet wine, your sweeter wines, you, you can turn them around pretty quick. We, you know, those could be picked, fermented, cold stabilized, filtered out, and have those on the market by spring. So it just depends on what the wine is. Is there ever any downtime for a winemaker? What does the winemaking calendar look like? Well, the wine, so I grew up on a big farm. So it's, um, yeah, if you know anything about dairy farms, it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. So it's um it, you put all the hours you want to put in our our normal weeks there's at least 80 to 90 hours a week sometimes more in between taking care of the grounds taking care of the vineyards um you know and um then obviously being in the winery to take care of customers so and you know there's bottling in the process of it so our normal week is usually sunday or sundays super busy for us mondays we try to have an off day if we can and then the rest of the week has something to do with either the stores that we're involved with uh the products that we're trying to get finished up as far as filtering having things ready we bottle on thursday nights so we bottle every thursday have it ready and then friday and saturday we're open to the public and it just it just continues and continues and continues non-stop the life of a farmer you know yep. never ends um so christy you've really seen ohio's wine industry grow over the years you know what it, what is it like to be able to see these businesses harvest and have that successful season in the state it's exciting. I mean, it's exciting to see the number of wineries that are now calling the Buckeye State home. Those individuals like Eddie who are not only making wine, but they're growing grapes. And like Eddie said, it is truly a labor of love because it is, I think, the second most labor intensive crop to grow behind tobacco. And, you know, 365 days a year, 24 hours is what they could put into it. So these guys really are working hard to bring the best that we have from ground to glass to, to the wine consumers. And we have roughly 1.3 million visitors visiting Ohio wineries every year. So, you know, they're not only agricultural producers, they're also tourism destinations and offering experiences to visitors both far and wide here in Ohio and to our neighboring states. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, Eddie, can you tell us a little bit about Hanover Winery, what you can expect if you're going to make a visit down there? Well, if you're going to come to Hanover, we are in a rural, rural setting, pretty much out in the middle of nowhere. Um, I like to tell people we're about 30 minutes from, from everybody because we're 30 minutes from Cincinnati, 30 minutes from Dayton, Ohio, 30 minutes from Richmond, Indiana. I mean, so we're just far enough to feel like you've gone somewhere. And the experience that you're going to have at our place is obviously a country setting. We have a nice pond out in front of our, our area that people can sit around. We do a lot of live music and our tasting room is small, but you know, intimate. So the people that our employees can actually be up front and personal with pretty much everybody that comes in. And then in the winter time, we move more of our stuff, our tanks and stuff that are empty out of our warehouse area. And we set that up as entertainment for the winter. So we'll do 
bands inside, although we do them all summer long, we do bands inside also in the winter to help obviously create revenue through the colder months of the year. He's located uh, really close to Oxford or to uh, Miami University. So he has a large diversity of young, over 21 individuals who are also experiencing Ohio wine, some probably for the first time. So exciting location to be in. Yeah, or yes. parents dropping off their, you know, their we, children in celebratory fashion. No, no, we do, we do mother daughters, we do father daughters. You know, a lot of stuff that the, the university wants to do. It, you know, we make thirty wines, right at thirty wines, and the reason we do it is, is because, like Christy said, our destination and where we're at is um, so close to my university that we have people that that come out that are you know 22, 23 years old that grew up wherever in the country and was raised on nothing but dry wines so they come to us and you know obviously they don't want sweets so the diversity that we have in our area because of miami university um, has caused us to you know expand our our products out there our wines that we have on the market and, and that's hey, great it's great that we know the holiday season is going to be here before we know it you're going to have to start thinking about gifts and what you're going to get everyone christy you know ohio wine would make a great gift does does the wine in the state taste different you know because there could be a little bit different schedules does a southwest ohio wine like hanover taste different than a northeast ohio wine well eddie's the expert here but yes wine is when you're growing the grapes and bottling that wine it is based on the terroir or where those grapes are grown the climate the soil and it can as eddie can tell you very greatly from year to year because it's really what mother nature gives our growers and what they're able to ultimately put in the bottle. So um, yes, we are fortunate that in Ohio, we can grow everything from heritage varieties like Concord and Catawba to French American hybrids like Chamberson, Marquette, and then into our um, vinifera varieties like Riesling, Chardonnays, and Cabs. So we have the diversity within the industry of what we can actually grow, and we're able to meet the palate of almost every wine consumer. So Ohio wines would make an excellent gift. You're going to be able to find one for every person that you want a gift that they'll appreciate and that you appreciate giving. And Eddie, if you want, if you could just touch on the different tastes with the different regions um, in Ohio and kind of explain if you can how that happens. Well, that's actually really simple. It's really simple because what a lot of people don't realize that in Ohio, if you had a satellite view of Ohio, we look like a wrinkled piece of carpet. And the reason why we look like that is because the glacier stopped right about Galbraith Road in Cincinnati. Okay, so like Christy was talking about just a little bit and mentioned that in Ohio, you need to know where you're at above sea level, which makes a difference in your, in your product. Okay, and because we have so much glacier ground at lower levels or higher levels. We always encourage anybody that's wanting to plant a vineyard to actually know what their soil type is because on your non-glacier ground at 600 to 1,000 feet above sea level, you can grow your viniferas and, 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 that, and Lambrusco cell type grapes. And then obviously glacier ground, you're going to be doing your Concords and your Niagara's and stuff like that. So in Ohio, because we have so many different elevations and different soil types. And as long as you know what you want to grow and it can grow on your property, you can create a really nice product. And, and along those lines, Eddie, if someone finds a you know, new favorite wine at, at your place, can it taste different year to year based on the harvest or the growing season? 
Yes, and that and that's true to anywhere any wine region pretty much in, in around the world because you know it depends on sunlight and moisture how much water you do get or don't get you know especially leading up the harvest for the sugars and and the and the soil compounds the mineralization that yes from year to year you can get uh, a little bit different uh, most wineries work really hard for consistencies on on that because you know people find it and they want it and they don't want it to be different but yes from southern Ohio to northeastern Ohio, eastern Ohio, depending on your weather patterns, they can be different from season to season. That's for sure. Sugar levels, uh, color, tannin levels. So yes, it does really make a difference. And so I think before we wrap up, Chris, do we want to touch on something? A lot of the, obviously wineries and vineyards harvesting, they're getting close up and a good look at those vines and, and their grapes. So we do want to talk about vineyard expansion. Yes, so we know um, that we can grow a lot more grapes in the state of Ohio to meet the demand of our 400 plus licensed wine manufacturers. So we have our Vineyard Expansion Assistance Program, which we did just reopen. Um, the application period runs through November 4th, and you can reach out through findohiowines.com um, and contact us to get the application. But we are allowing individuals to apply to not only expand their vineyards, but also to replace or replant vines that may have been damaged through unforeseen circumstances like mother nature or um, drift from 2,4-D dicamba. You know, our growers experience a lot of things on a daily basis out in their vineyards. And so we wanna be able to help them be as successful as possible through expanding and replanting and rehabilitating their existing vineyards. Very good. And you said that's open till November? November 4th, they have yeah. to apply and then we'll be making actual awards in early January of 2023. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, before we wrap up, any anything else you want to add? Actually, I think I'm good. I, the, we were part of the vineyard, vineyard expansion, actually replacement because of um, because of drift. So our vineyard is not producing what it should. Hopefully next year we'll be back up somewhat the normal because of drift of uh, four years of drift. Actually, um, yeah, we had some major issues with not being able to have product and have, we had to bring bring stuff in to, to, to meet our, our local demand, so. Excellent, well, sounds like something that can benefit everyone. Mm -hmm. Christy and Eddie, thank you both for, for being with us. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Megan, I know there's subjects that you want to act like an expert on. I know nothing about wine. And when I go to an Ohio winery, I love telling them that because they just get excited and they're able to educate you and you're able to try so many different things and, and find your own wine. They're, to me, I do not enjoy someone handing me a glass of wine and being like trying to force it down if it's not my style. So they will help you sure. find the perfect wine for you. Yeah, I don't know anything either technically about wine except which ones I like. So <laughs> I'm okay if they're explaining to me um, what goes into what and maybe why I like what I like. But I'm I'm a drier wine drinker, dry okay. wines. Sure. I, you know, for so long, I've liked the ones that just uh, you don't need a corkscrew for. You can just oh, yeah. twist, I've twist been that baby right off. I've been told I need to up my game a little bit. So maybe this is the <laughs> opportunity. We brought up holiday season and I think an Ohio mm -hmm. wine would a perfect gift yeah and plenty to visit um if you want to go do that too so take a look at um our ohio wines and go check them out yeah and in the meantime i know sometimes we're able to tell you what's next week we have no idea right now so it's <laughs> going to be a surprise for you and us we don't know it'll be a surprise so you're just going to have to listen in
Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.